You're listening to The Preppy Podcast. I'm your host, Patricia May Marish, and I'll be interviewing the brands, businesses, and influencers who are keeping the modern preppy lifestyle alive. Each Tuesday, I'll bring you a new episode, but if you're craving more preppy, then shop the merch at thepreppypodcast.com and follow at The Preppy Podcast on social media. Today's episode is with the sisters behind Grace and James Kids. I learned about the duo from some friends that have kiddos, and after pursuing their social media and website, I knew I had to get to know them and learn more about their adorable children's clothing designs and booming business. But before we dive into the interview, I want to share with you Nicole Speak Brand and Creative Design. She's done all of my branding and logos for this podcast and my Peaked PR business. I've known Nicole for years and sent many clients and friends her way as I truly love her designs. And you may remember I featured her and interviewed her a few months ago right on this podcast. Nicole offers brand design services for small businesses. From logos and brand marks to custom patterns and social media templates, she creates cohesive and beautiful branding with a preppy twist. Her full brand build-out includes everything you need to get started, even print files for your business cards and stationaries, and many of her logos include some sort of monograms with them. Not only did Nicole create the branding for my logos with Peaked PR and this podcast, but she's also helped me develop podcast merchandise that you guys all get to enjoy. The sky's truly the limit with Nicole. Visit NicoleSpeak.com or contact her on her website. You can see a full gallery of her designs and be sure to follow her at Nicole Speak Design. All right, ladies. So why don't you tell everyone who you are, where you live, and what you do? I am Mary Agnes Ellis, and I live in Memphis. Yeah, and I'm Georgia Ann Moore, and I live in um, Athens, Georgia. We are the co-owners and founders of Grace and James Kids, and we're actually sisters, too. Oh my gosh, I love that. It's a family business. <laughs> it's very much so. Sister. <laughs> <laughs> so now tell me, ladies, have you always loved fashion or had this interest in entrepreneurship? Like, sort of what was it like growing up? Were you making clothes for your dolls? Or I feel like a lot of people I interview, they have had that sort of fashion or entrepreneurial spirit at a young age. They might not have recognized it then, but now looking back, they do. Absolutely. Georgia Ann was more Georgia Ann was more of the fashionista, if you will. I think that she had a notebook <laughs> that she kept in. She wrote down what she wore to school every day so she would not repeat. I, on the other hand, was more of an unfrozen t shirt where you're hearing a ponytail every day. <laughs> so I was probably was not on the fashion scary. end. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. I definitely was that girl that wrote what what I wrote or what I wore yes. down every day. That was me. <laughs> and it's so funny. Uh, of course, I still kept all of those notebooks. Like my mother has them at home in our in our bedrooms. And, um, you know, how vain to think that anybody cared what I was wearing every day. <laughs> Certainly every day for my entire four years of high school had written down what, what I wore every day, um, which is so funny now. But we come from just a family of doers, right? So Mary Agnes and I are the oldest two of, of four kids. I'm the oldest, the Mary Agnes, and then we have two younger okay. brothers. Um but our parents were just such great role models and examples of, of just doing and being creative. Our mother um, 
owned a tie-dyed company. It was called Triple Designs. And so she and a friend would tie-dye all of these clothes. I mean, leggings, hats, shirts, just the the full array of clothes. And we were her models and we would go with her to these trade shows. And um, I could, I'll never forget, we'd, we'd dress up, Mary Agnes and I would get to go. And then if we had a really good weekend, we'd go home, get the brothers and my dad, and we'd all pile in the station wagon and go to Shoney's to celebrate. And um, from a very early age, it's like a family affair that we were all in this uh, triple designs uh, together. And the same thing with our dad. He um, is yes. an incredible um, woodworker and craftsman. And so any idea that Mary Agnes and I ever had, whether it was a piece of furniture or a way that we wanted to style our rooms or um, Mary Agnes, I'm sure you'll never forget um, the hippie dresses that we would wear in high school, you know, the patchwork, like our parents, they just knew how to, yeah. how to do it. Um, our mother would sew it. Our dad would mm-hmm. build it. So there was never a question of like, no, you can't do it. It was truly whatever we dreamed up, we figured out how to make it work. We like to say that our mother was Pinterest. That's so fun. Our mom, our mom was Pinterest. She absolutely was. <laughs> there was a real Pinterest. She was. That is so fun. I love that, that you guys were creating and doing from a young age. Uh, And it sounds like your parents sort of had this creativity too, and a little bit of an entrepreneurial spirit. Um, And first of all, I love the tie-dye aspect because that's so popular nowadays again. So it's funny. Well, yes, we would, um, we would all dress up and um, she would have a pumpkin. So we you know, would wear the pumpkins to the fair and to everyone knew that the Ray family was here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. That is too funny. We We never incorporated that. Sorry, we've incorporated that even into some of our designs. So we have like these little white sweaters that we sell right now and we've started customizing those and adding tie-dye and embroidery to them. So the tie-dye is certainly not lost. Or the matching family sets. Like I've seen your mommy and me sort of looks too. So I can see that then inspired from your days as a child. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, and our mother used to make our um, coordinating clothes. I I truly do not know how she found the time to smock and sew for four kids. But that's kind of what led us to Grace and James is that, you know, we have those memories of these beautiful heirloom pieces that our mother made for us that she designed and created. And we wanted to be able to give that to our kids. Now, again, I don't know how she found the time in the day to do that. We certainly haven't been able to find the time to, to hand sew everything, but designing them is something that we truly love and enjoy. And so that kind of led us to starting Grace and James kids because we wanted to be able to have these unique, classic heirloom pieces for all of our kids. Got it. Okay. And so now before Grace and James kids, what did you guys study in school then? Was it anything related to entrepreneurship or fashion or maybe even just, um, you know, children in general? What, what did you guys study? (laughs) So we are both education majors. (laughs) Um, So we are teachers. We were teaching. We I have, love that. We have lots of degrees between us in education, national board, <laughs> masters. I mean, we've we've got it. And now, well, and now that, I mean, kids' things. clothing then relates to that. So that's why my last question was, you know, or did it have something to do with kids? So that yeah. kind of makes sense still. Yeah. Yeah. 
but certainly no experience in the business world. You know, I okay. mean, we, Mary Agnes was an algebra teacher, so we rely on her for our, our math skills and business. <laughs> um, I was a reading specialist, so I'm not really sure what I brought to the game, but um, <laughs> we do think that um, being teachers, you know, teaching is the hardest job. It is the hardest job. And we, we take our hats off to all teachers out there. And it's a lot like being an, entre an entrepreneur and owning a small business because in your classroom, you are running a business. You are having to solve problems minute mm -hmm. by minute, make decisions. Um, you know, you have a, a principal and, and people who are above you, but you are in charge of your classroom. And whether it's, um, you know, being the best friend, mom, dad, counselor to the child just on an emotional level or being the person that's bringing the hand sanitizer and the cleaning supplies to your classroom to make sure that you're able to have a successful day. Um, we see a lot of similarities between owning a business and being in the classroom. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're wearing a lot of hats with both of those. So, yeah. and you're in charge of lots of other people and lots of things. So I could definitely see that. So now you both were teachers. So how did the idea for Grace and Jane Kids come to be? What what was like the aha moment that you guys thought, you know what, we should do this? Well, when we started having children, um, mom taught us how to smock. I bought a sewing machine. Um, but the first outfit that I made for one of my friends, she sent me a picture and had just fallen to pieces <laughs> after she washed it. So we had the ideas and we had, you know, this drive to design them, but we just needed some help executing. <laughs> so um, Georgia Ann called, um, I guess it was before Carolina James, her second daughter was born. Um, and she, she's the one who had the idea, you know, we um, had two of her babies, one of mine ne that needed to be dressed and we needed a children's clothing company to make that happen. Yeah, oh my gosh. So that, so what were some of the first steps then to getting it off the ground? So you had this idea. Now, how did you even figure out, you know, how to make your website or how to get these manufactured then? Or, you know, a lot of times too, you can have great ideas, but then translating that into design. So what were some of the steps to getting it off the ground? Are you frozen, Meg? Hey, I'm sorry. I cut out. What did? What was the question again? <laughs> no worries. Um, what were some of the first steps to getting it off the ground? Like, how did you figure out how to do a website or um, get a manufacturer or even take your designs from ideas to actually producing them? Like, what were some of the first steps to actually get it going once you had this idea? I feel like the first steps you had to, we had to definitely recruit our people um, our husbands were very supportive. Georgia Ann's husband, Kyle has his MBA. So he kind of had that business side of it. My husband, uh, is a CPA and a financial advisor. So he helped us with the accounting side of everything. Um, and then Georgia Ann recruited her friends. They were our, um, their children were our first models and oh. helped ship everything. So really just recruiting your people and your support system. Um, I think that that was our first, first task. Jordan, what else do you think? Yeah. And even before that, 
even before that, we knew that we wanted to do something together. So I had started staying home with my first daughter. I was pregnant with my second. Maria Agnes had just had a son. And like she said, we knew that we had all these great ideas for what we wanted them to wear. But mm-hmm. as Mary Agnes said, we knew that we could not make them. And so we, we had to be able to find a way to take our grand ideas and be able to execute. So that really just started with lots of research. So we started researching um, where we could have things made and were able to come up with a few manufacturers. And since, um, you know, our beginning collections, we have found manufacturers that are true partners of ours that um, we really work well with. We know the um, we have two different manufacturers that we work with. One who's really great at being able to produce our custom fabrics that we like to use. We have another that um, offers the softest cotton knits. And so we really have a good partnership with them and they are invested in us as a company, just as we are invested in them being able to grow and offer fair wages to their employees and um, good working environments and things like that. So we're fortunate to have manufacturers who we're able to work with. Now, another thing that we used that made it kind of easy for us to get off the ground is Shopify. Shopify is our website um, Mm -hmm. host. And for anybody that owns a small business or is thinking about it, Shopify makes it, I mean, just so easy to get off the ground. Mary Agnes and I built our first website and We've since had people come in and help us along the way, but it's so user-friendly that we are the ones really that continue to to keep the website up and going. Okay. And so when it comes to your manufacturers, you know, without any design experience, were you just going to Google and kind of researching and like getting words of wisdom from other people? Like, how are you finding these really? I think that's one of the biggest questions I always get. And I think that stumps people the most is like finding the right people, your tribe. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, we didn't know any better. So like we had, we had no reason to be scared one. Mm -hmm. And so we really just jumped in and, and started trying things out. And that doesn't mean that everything worked well from the very beginning. Like I said, we, have finally gotten to a place, you know, probably after the first year where we have a manufacturer, the first year of Grace and James, we were able to really nail down the manufacturers that we knew we were going to work well with. But at the same time, Mm -hmm. we knew that this was something that we wanted to do and we were willing to take the risk. Um, We like to to just always go back to when you're making a decision, you're either going to get the outcome that you desire or you're going to learn a lesson. And you're probably going to learn a lesson in, in both of them, but there is no failure. You're never going to fail. Yeah. You're always going to um, have an outcome that's going to put you in the place where you need to be. And, and that's kind of what we always we always went with. I right, love Mary? that. That is that's something right. that Holder has really. That's uh, like a great little tip. Yes, yes. Well, when you can look at it that way, then it. All right. So now. Yeah. So now you have this business, you figured out some manufacturers, you have your website. How then did you spread the word? Like, how did you market the business? How did you reach customers? Because when you don't have a brick and mortar, I feel like that's the hard thing is putting it out to the, Mm -hmm. to the world and getting those customers. So what were some of your tips and steps for that? We're very active on Instagram. And I think that that's kind of been our main platform for spreading the word um, and just really having conversations with our customers, 
um, and building just a community of moms, you know, not just clothes, but um, other things that real in real life that are happening you know, to moms and their families and just building that community through Instagram. Uh, I think that's kind of been our main platform. Yeah. And when we first started, it was all organic. We really just in the past year, have we even started doing um, like paid advertisement? And before that, so for the first five years, it was all organic and it was all, um, I think that we were in a great position because not only were we starting to have kids and grow our families, but our friends and friends of friends and really our customers were in the same boat as us. And so we kind of grew together. Some of our very first customers, you know, I know them at, like by their Instagram name, um, are still people who are buying <laughs> us. And it's been so cool because we've seen them go from having one baby, like we did, to now having a six-year-old mm-hmm. and having other kids along the way too. And so it, it it's just been neat to have these customers grow with us and feel like they are not only part of Grace and James, but also part of our families to know who Mary Agnes and I are. And I think that Instagram does allows for such a great platform to truly know who we are and who our brand is and know what we stand for. Um, And so we really lean into Instagram a lot for that. Now we also have email marketing that we do that, um, that we're able to to share things that we're, that we're selling and ideas. And we like to use that too, to be able to promote other women in business. But I would say for sure that Instagram has been number one place to make those connections and relationships. Definitely. I mean, I feel like it, an email is great because it promotes your product. It goes directly to your customers. But with Instagram, you can show a little bit behind the scenes and be a little bit more open and casual, especially on stories. So that's a great way to connect with your followers. And it is funny because we know everyone now based on their Instagram handles, you know, so you even get to know your customers (laughs) through Instagram. Whereas an email, you might not really get to know. You have to like go and Google what their name is and then who they are and all of that. But Instagram allows that communication and, you know, behind the curtain sort of. It does. And we love how our customers share their pictures with us. And we, I mean, we we feel like that we're real friends with them. (laughs) Yeah. And I I think that we, we actually are. We are a part of each other's lives. Yesterday, I posted a video um, my kids were outside and they had on their beautiful clothes and one of them was playing in the creek. The other one had taken his shirt off. And, you know, that's real life. That is a Grace and James kid, a kid who is wearing their best, but that their mama doesn't mind that they're playing in the dirt because she knows that um, it's part of making memories. And it's just real life that your three and a half year old son has taken a shirt off as soon as he came home from school. Um, and I think that our moms <laughs> appreciate that because it's not just the the white and light um, pictures, you know, it's real life. It's, it's truly what they are experiencing in their homes as well. Definitely. And so going off of that, you know, you sort of mentioned who your customer is and why people love your business, but how would you describe your business to maybe someone listening that doesn't know it? Like in a sentence or two that sums up your business, what would you say? Um, let's see, I would say that we are an online children's boutique. We help dress your child for the everyday celebrations. Um, Grace and James, um, is full of our collections, Grace and James collections, 
And we also have a curated collection of products um, that we think complement our brand. Um, from outerwear, we have shoes and hair accessories just to bring it all together. <laughs> Anything you want to add? No, I think that's it. I mean, Mary Agnes and I design everything for Grace and James kids. And we think that that our full range of collections that start with three months and go all the way to 10 years really allow for the mama to pick and choose pieces that are going to dress all of her kids. Mm -hmm. So now going off of that, let's talk a little bit about design. Where do you guys get inspiration or, you know, what are you designing now? Like how far in advance are you designing? What's the design process and inspiration process for you too? So right now we're working on spring 22. So we work a full, full year ahead. And really, we kind of go off of our own kids. Like I said, we had one-year-olds when we started. Now my oldest is about to turn seven, and we have a full range of kids in between there. So we really listen to our kids. Like, what did they want to wear? The seven-year-old, my seven-year-old daughter especially, is very opinionated. And so she <laughs> things that are comfortable, like wear knits and skirts. So you'll see a lot of those things in our next season based off of what they want to wear. Mary Agnes's oldest son is six. And so we noticed that, you know, he needed to get, well, been a few years, but needed to get out of the John John. So we started doing (laughs) t-shirts and, and button downs. And so we really lean into what our kids want to wear because we do think that our kids are the Grace and James kids. And not only that, but we have this community of moms through um, our Instagram and, and just through the community that we've built that are not not afraid to tell us what they think. And so lots of times moms will say, hey, I really love this style that you did. Please bring it back. We love the t-shirt dress. Can you do it again for mm-hmm. fall? Can you do it again next spring? Um, so that's been fun to be able to take uh, customer feedback and use that as we create as well. No, that that makes a lot of sense. Um, And it's great that you have your little built-in models and inspiration right there, right? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) So what do you think have been some of your biggest challenges or hurdles um, in your business? Well, one, um, Georgia Ann is in Athens and I'm in Memphis. So we are seven hours apart. We are a time zone apart as well. So Uh, We do a lot of FaceTiming and talking throughout the day, but we're not right there with each other. So I think that that is definitely a a challenge. And then learning the business side of things. You know, we were teachers, so we have never ran a business before or really knew that side of things. Um, But we've taught ourselves. We've, you know, reached out to people to help us with that. Um, So I think that was a a challenge. And then also... Sorry, Mary Agnes. Go ahead. I was just going to say that we have great mentors that have helped us along the way to learn the business side of everything. Great mentors. We read a lot. We listen to a lot of podcasts uh, on business. And so we have certainly not done it alone. Yeah, that's always helpful. Now, on the flip side to that question, what are you guys most proud of or what's been something really cool that's happened in your business? Something super exciting and a great success for you guys. So this kind of goes with both of them, both a challenge and something that we're most proud of is that for the past five years, Mary Agnes or myself have been pregnant 
or have had a newborn baby. So we have grown our business over the past five years while also having a total of five children between us. Um, and it's not oh just gosh. that we have been growing our families, but we are women owned and women led. So everyone who works from us, from our shippers to um, our seamstresses, to the people who help us with social media, all women. And we're so proud of the fact that we can work with other women who are doing the same thing that we are growing their businesses, growing their families. And in fact, in one year, we had seven babies out of the Grace and James um, women to have oh seven babies were born, which <laughs> was so cool to be able to see, you know, and that included us. So five of our friends um, and employees becoming moms again and um, figuring out how to work with babies. So that's been so cool. And along with that, because we are so focused on working with other women, that's led us to great opportunities for collaborations, um, being part of mastermind groups and collaborations between Grace and James and other companies. So that's been really cool um, to be able to do and, and to meet other women in business. That's one of my favorite parts about being in business too, is connecting with others. I think that's so fun and, you know, we can learn so much from others and support each other. And it's just a great community, especially in this sort of preppy, colorful space, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And to realize that we're all the same. We're all just trying to do our best as moms, as friends, as business owners. And in our experience, all of the other women that we've come in, into contact with have wanted to help and wanted to build us up. And, and we really try to do the same. I love that. All right. So now I have some short answer questions or, you know, kind of first thing that comes to your mind and fun questions. Okay. So my first one is who <laughs> is like your dream person to wear your clothes, to shop on your website? It could be a celebrity, a royal, um, or maybe just an icon who's no longer with us that you just like think would be so great for your brand. Oh my gosh. Andy Cohen, Andy Cohen and baby Benjamin. We need our um, daddy and son matching swim trunks for sure. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Do you want to add anyone else? Um, I just, I adore Jenna Bush Hager and I think that we could absolutely dress her three children. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh. I love those answers. So now I'm a big Bravo-holic too. Oh so yes. what's, what's your favorite Bravo show? This wasn't on my list of questions, but now that I know you love Bravo. Okay. Well, right now I'm watching Summer House and okay. I mean, it kind of depends on like what's on, right? So like everything's yeah. kind of stopped and now uh, Summer House is on. So like, I'm really into that. I'm very invested in what's going on with everybody. I have yeah. even, I have somehow recruited my husband, which he will be so ashamed that I'm saying this out loud <laughs> to watch, <laughs> to watch Below Deck. Oh, oh my gosh. That's yes. so funny. In fact, we just Those caught up both... last night. <laughs> Those are both good ones. Now, who's your favorite housewife then out of all the housewives? Oh, I love Sonia. Mm. Yeah, I like her too. Um, oh, gosh. I don't know. I'm going to have to think about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sonia's really fun. All like make me so angry, you know, because I'm like, can you not yeah. just be nice? Be kind to each other. Just be kind. 
<laughs> exactly. No, but Sonia and Ramona are always so funny to watch together. And um, I've met Sonia actually a few times and gone to her fashion show last year, which was really fun. <laughs> oh, so fun. I love that. Yeah. yeah so yeah. what was she like in real life? <laughs> oh, my gosh. She's just as like fun and um, she's so like chic, I feel like in person too. We'll chat more. <laughs> Yes. Yes. So, yes. So now, what's your favorite piece on your website right now? Let's see. My um, my favorite collection right now is our Hank and Clary's collection. So this is kind of our collection that we put together for our children to wear for for their Easter celebrations. Um, Hank and Clary's are our Gangan and Pawpaw. Uh, so we named it after them, and this collection was. It was inspired by pieces that our mother dressed us in. Um, we have two styles for the girls that have just that lace collar and a sash that um, that we had growing up. And then the little boy button on bubble uh, was inspired by a piece that our brothers wore. In fact, they wore it for their one-year-old um, portrait. And then our boys got to wear it for their one-year-old portrait. So we we're excited to create Aww. that so that. Our customers can, you know, wear it for their special celebrations. And then also it can be that little outfit that they put in their keepsake box to pass on to future generations. Oh, I love that. They're so sweet. So um, kind of in a different direction um, from those heirloom pieces, I love, and this is because my kids wear them probably twice a week. We have the right knit sweater and the Mary blouse, and they are just the perfect blank canvas for adding anything that your kid is into. So like my older daughters, they want to have embroidery with beads and my little boy is into dinosaurs. So we have an embroidery of a dinosaur on his sweater. The baby, you know, she's just as sweet as can be. So we have something that's really classic, just a handwritten letter font on it. And they can be worn with anything. I've been throwing them over some of the spring and summer 21 items already just so we can start wearing them, but, you know, still have something to cover their little arms while it's cold. So those little sweaters and blouse are just my absolute favorite because there's so many possibilities for them. I love how that's so versatile. And then yours, like, it's so personal to you guys and your customers get to experience that and make memories the same way that you guys did growing up. So now another fun question, what's your go-to drink order? Um, okay, so since COVID, I've really gotten into an old fashioned. Oh. I don't know why COVID has brought this on. Usually I'd be more of like a blue moon <laughs> beer in an order. But I've really just done a lot of stuff to us. <laughs> yeah, it has. That's so fun though. <laughs> Switching I it up, it. you know? Yes, yes. You know, hard times call for a hard liquor sometimes. <laughs> hard liquor, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So I love an Athena. Here in Athens, we have a brewing company called Creature Comforts, which is just phenomenal. And they have a sour beer called Athena, and it's it's my go-to. Oh, very fun. Okay. Now, since this yes. is the Preppy Podcast, I always ask everyone, what does Preppy mean to you? So each of you, why don't you answer what you think Preppy is? So Mary Agnes and I both went to Ole Miss. And as soon as we think of preppy, we think of the SEC swoop, 
Now you're from the Midwest. So are you familiar <laughs> yeah. with an SEC swoop? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So as soon as we, we think of preppy, we think of the SEC swoop. We think of short shorts on boys. <laughs> um, we think of things that are just nostalgic that, that people, um, have memories of and want to continue to do. So whether that's what they're wearing or vacations that they're going on or the way that they're planning for parties and celebrations, I think that being preppy has a lot to do with the memories that you have and want to recreate. Okay. That's a great answer. I agree with all that. Um, also just, I think of like monogrammed dinner napkins, <laughs> a full yes. tablescape, you yeah. know, for your family dinners. Absolutely. Yeah. I it's think the for lifestyle. me too, preppy kind of, yes, absolutely. The preppy lifestyle. But I think for us too, preppy, the modern preppy is being able to take those traditional things and make them unique. So taking that traditional um, knit and comfy sweater, but then adding embroidery to it or adding beadwork or having an outfit that you would wear with knee socks and those cheer shoes. But then knowing that when you're going to play, you're going to trade those out for sneakers or sandals, something that's a little bit um, more unique and, and funky. So I think that that's what, what you have to learn um, as a parent having so many kids is that preppy um, has to be uh, a little bit fluid. Yes, definitely. <laughs> That's great advice. <laughs> now, what is your favorite family tradition? You know, obviously your business is rooted, I feel like, in family since you two are sisters working together and, you know, you design for children and families. So what, what are some of your favorite family traditions? I love the Christmas Eve um, candlelight service. Um, we always go to the family we have. So there's two services at our church. So we go to the family one. The children get to go up to the front and they're spoken to um, by the pastor. And it, it always gives me all the feels. I mean, it, sometimes I tear up. It's just so sweet. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I love that. I love that. Um, one of our favorite family traditions, and it's something that's kind of started as our kids have gotten older, but that the older kids will plan and decorate our family birthday parties. So my oldest two girls love, I mean, we just, we go to the Dollar Tree, buy all of the junk and then come home and, and pull in all of our nicer um, things at home. And they set the table and they have balloons and they have little goodies to give um, at our family birthdays. And they are so proud of them. And of course, as a mom, I just kind of cringe sometimes at the things that they pick out and want to decorate <laughs> with, but they are so proud of it that it makes me proud that they um, want to do something to celebrate their siblings or myself or my husband. So that's, that's been a fun new family tradition that I've enjoyed. Oh, that's such a great idea. That's a great family tradition. So now you mentioned that you read a lot and listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, so what is the most recent thing that you each have read? Um, well, each morning I read um, the first five. So that's the Bible study by Proverbs 31. Um, and then I, my husband gave me um, Heather Covey's um, book, The This Just Speaks to Me, where it has her uh, quotes that um, she kind of documented. So I've enjoyed that kind of gives me a little inspiration in the morning. 
But then podcast, um, Georgia Ann had, got me started on the daily. And I feel like it just kind of gives you that quick 30, 40 minutes, um, yeah. catch up on what's going on in the world. Yeah. Speak <laughs> into the world. Yes. And, and what so, about you? Yes. So, I mean, I, I'm a big podcast listener as well. Love a murder mystery podcast. Um, we also, one of our sorority sisters, Heather McMahon, has absolutely not that I. Um, oh, oh my gosh. She's hilarious. I love hers. <laughs> goodness. I mean, sometimes I just have to put my kids in the car and we drive around and I have my headphones in so that I can listen to her <laughs> podcast, and, you know, in peace. Um, but we know I love that. One of the business podcasts that I listen to is um, the unofficial Shopify podcast. I, we get a lot of great tips from that. Um, How I Built This is one that I love. This American yeah. Life is, is always mm -hmm. a good one, too. Um, and as I was trying to think of things that I've been reading, um, I've been reading The Boxcar Children um, with my almost seven-year-old and, <laughs> okay. and Where the Sidewalk Ends. That's that's one that we read every night. So outside of the podcast <laughs> for myself, sometimes my reading is limited to what I'm reading at bedtime. <laughs> that's adorable, though. So what is a sneak peek or something coming up that you can share with listeners that they can look out for, like a new collection or a new style or a new collaboration, like something that's on the horizon? Oh, we're so excited about this one. Mary Agnes, do you want to share? I'll let you go. Okay. Um, we are so excited about this. So um, this women's brand is one that I have bought for years and years and years. Um well, by years and years, I mean, probably the past five years. So like since they started, right? And I have just always loved, okay. their I've always loved their vibrant colors and the different styles that they have. And so we had the opportunity to meet the owner at the Southern Sea this year. And as soon as I saw her and knew who she was, I went up to her and I said, look, I think that your prints on our clothes would be such a hit having your styles for women, our styles for kids. Like we have got to make this happen. And she was just as excited as we were. She said, yes, absolutely. We were on um, calls the following week. And so we are going to be working with Molly Birch, who has um, the women's clothing line Crosby by Molly Birch. And we will have mommy and me pieces coming out this summer. So we're thrilled. They're going to be oh my such gosh, beautiful prints. Oh that's so exciting. For money and, and child. So yeah, we're thrilled. Oh my gosh. She designs the greatest pieces and she's so sweet. So that is so fun. I am really excited. That. And, and that kind of goes back to like <laughs> the women. You, thank you. We're we're really excited to it. I think that just kind of goes back to the women supporting women. And um, you know, I look at at Molly and I think, oh wow, like she has built this great um business for women. And and what I'm thinking of her, she's turned around and is thinking of me too. And so when we're able to to join forces and put this together, it's just gonna be such a great collaboration. It's already been so much fun. Um, and it's nice to just be able to work with with somebody like her. Definitely. So my final question is, where can people find you? Let everyone know your website address, your Instagram handle, all of that sort of stuff so that they can follow along and shop. Um, so let everyone know where they can find you. 
Yeah, our website is graceandjameskids.com and you can follow along on Instagram at graceandjameskids. Awesome. Well, thank you, ladies. Thank you so much for listening to the Preppy Podcast. I hope this put a little prep in your step for the day. Please subscribe, rate, and review on wherever you listen to your podcast and follow along with at the Preppy Podcast on social media. 